Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Without Context podcast. Uh, I'm your host this week, Riff Duck. Uh, to my right, we've got Anxiety Lasagna. Below me is uh, Jeremy or Decavolti. And then to my diagonal is Sharky Hat. It's going to be different um, on my screen. <laughs> well, production magic. Everybody flip around. Uh, so this week we're starting our spooky series because this will get published on October 1st, which is, of course, the spookiest of months. Um, and today we'll be talking about urban legends of the spooky variety that are local to us. So, uh, you know, ghost stories or uh, whatever everyone else has picked out. Mine's a ghost story. I don't know yet. It'll be a surprise. Um so we'll start with, uh, I guess, going around clockwise for me. Again, it'll be different because Sharky's recording this, so I have no idea. Um, but that means we will start with anxiety lasagna. So, <gasps> Haley. Oh, no, I'm first. Okay. Uh, so. Ladies first. <gasps> yeah, and she's even dressed more like a lady today because I had a three-hour uh, <laughs> webinar that I was on before this. Uh, so. My urban legend comes from my own personal experience. Uh, growing up in a small town called Milford, Delaware, uh, there is a, which I'll send pictures to Sharky if he wants to include them in like post-production or whatever, but uh, there was a spooky mansion called Parson Thorn Mansion, sort of like in the middle of town. Uh, I've been to it personally twice, uh, and I personally believe that it's like haunted AF. Um, but it was built in like the 1730s or something. And like some important Delaware people that like, I'm sure most of the podcasting community doesn't care about. It has its own Wikipedia page, uh, but we're here about the urban legends about it. Um, I feel like it's very haunted. Uh, I went in there in like the fourth grade when I was in Girl Scout. And I immediately got the vibe of like, this is a place that like you shouldn't be in. And other people I've talked to that like lived around it because there's like a bunch of apartments and like townhomes that are around it near the historic property. And they have all like anyone I've talked to about it's like, yeah, that place has some stuff going on in there. Uh, some of my friends that lived across the street from it at one point would say that they would like see like faces and figures moving in the building after they knew it was like closed and shut down because they like watch everybody who works there leave. And I don't think there's any like specific named ghost in Parson Thorn, but they, if you take a tour of it, which like, I'm not encouraging anybody to go visit Milford, Delaware and tour Parson Thorn Mansion because it's probably like the most boring, stinkiest place ever. Um, but I know from my tour that I took uh, as a Girl Scout and then came home and cried to my mom about how much I hated it and then got a permission slip uh, from school two weeks later to go there for a field trip. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was the absolute worst. Um, people died in there from like old and tiny diseases like typhoid and diphtheria and like cholera and like all the bad water diseases. And you could even take like this little like windy staircase up to what I assume was like the servant or like slave quarters. Uh, there's definitely like an outbuilding where I think they had more of them, but like there was this black and white photo of a baby in that uh, area of the house that we, cause we were like tiny enough that we could like walk upstairs and like go upstairs, check it out real quick. 
on God, like swear to God, I saw the picture move when I was small and was like, I don't need to be in this building for like one second longer. So like, yeah, let's take a break and we'll go outside to the backyard, you know, the onsite graveyard. And uh, the prominent grave, I think it was of like Parson Thorne. Uh, it's one of those like partially above ground ones where it's like a little bit brick and then like a big marble slab on top. But it's busted. Like someone tried to like break into the grave. So it's like completely caved in and you can almost sort of see inside of it and it's really spooky. But uh, yeah, that my urban legend is like that place is haunted. It's got all the bad vibes. There's even like a creep, like you're, it hits like all the like horror haunted house check marks, like creepy doll that sits in a rocking chair, um, giant mystery vase on the stairs that like could totally eat you or something, which is like, that's another story. <laughs> um, creepy moving pictures, like the portraits of people whose like eyes follow you, spooky graveyard in the back. Uh, it's terrible. And my final interaction with this building was when I was probably like 11 or 12 years old, like a few years later. My dad thought it would be funny to at night when we were driving home from somewhere to pull into the driveway of Parson Thorn Mansion and turn the car off and turn all the lights off in front of the spooky house. And I, to this day, feel like there was a shadow that came out of the building as I was like sobbing and screaming for my dad to leave. So... Parson Thorn Mansion in Milford, Delaware. Spooky, scary. Why aren't you here three years ago? Oh, God. Haley, we figured it out. That's where your depression came from. (laughs) We solved the case. (laughs) Mystery solved, everyone. Go home. (laughs) No, that's... I know exactly where my depression came from. We could talk about that on a different podcast. (laughs) I feel like a... I feel like a lot of places on the East Coast, like in this area like from Delaware probably down to South Carolina and North Carolina have like places like that like those old uh 1700 1800 like manors probably on former like plantation land that definitely have some like energy to them it, so it definitely like I made my mom come with me as a chaperone when I had to go back for like the fourth grade field trip because like I came home from that Girl Scout trip just like traumatized and she's like okay you never ever have to go back and then like two weeks later I'm like mom and she like sat outside with me which was almost scarier than being in there because we were by ourselves outside which like it's not a huge estate that it sits on anymore but like she even verified that like it had a like a vibe to it that wasn't the the vibes there are rotten they're disgusting. They're not immaculate. <laughs> They're not immaculate. It does not Speaking pass the plant- vibe check. <laughs> Speaking of plantations and rotten vibes, isn't that like, didn't we have our like graduation party for high school at a former plantation? Sunny Bray Manor? <laughs> yep. Right across from the high school that was probably built on it. <laughs> <laughs> Good old MILF town. Never Good old MILF town. Yeah. Sorry, so... what's the same at city? Uh, so the, the name is Milford, but uh, it's Milftown. Okay. Milftown. It's, it's making Milford. sure, making sure I heard that correctly. <laughs> you did. You did. Okay. It's not as promising as the name would have you believe. No, especially not the area that Parson Thorn is <laughs> in. It's in like the obviously it's in like the more historic district of Milford, which like 
if our podcast ever like blows up all of a sudden like Milford Delaware is going to be like everyone's going to Pars and Thor because Haley talked about it on the <laughs> podcast but it honestly it just like you I think my word like my least favorite part when I took the initial tour was like we were all sitting on this like little settee like the little like cushion bench things and there's like three of us squished on it because we're like seven and they're like and it was like a Carlisle one of the Carlisles because that's like a big name in Milford we're like, yeah, she died in this very room of like typhoid fever. We were like seven. We didn't know what that was. And all of a sudden we're just like up off the furniture. Like we don't want to die of whatever this lady died from. And I know it's not very urban legendy. I know I live in the Pacific Northwest now and could have talked about like Sasquatch, but like everyone knows about Sasquatch. So I wanted to talk about spooky, stinky Parson Thorn Mansion. <laughs> and not spooky, stinky Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. Oh, don't even say that. Pacific Northwest is gonna come after you. They love Bigfoot here. Like you are in the Pacific Northwest. I am. I'm here. (laughs) Oh no, they're gonna come after Haley. It's like the equivalent that this area has love for Mothman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to clap them cheeks. (laughs) Speaking of, if the podcast blows up, Mothman. (laughs) Now you know. What's the uh? In the Discord service, like this is a Mothman stand server now. It's like it's, it's a bird, it's a plane. Mothman lands. It's Mothman. Mm. Mothman. <laughs> oh my god, have you seen his immaculate butt cheeks on his I, statue? Okay, that is something that if Kristen and I want to <laughs> take a so. road trip to like various like paranormal like locations, and I told her we have to go to Point Pleasant because I need to touch the Mothman butt on the statue. And Whoever leave a can sc- of beans. Whoever sculpted this statue, like, gave Mothman, like, the t- most toned, firmest the ass I've ever ass. seen on a statue. It's incredible. Just straight they, up a W. There was care put into sculpting that ass. <laughs> it's, it was, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful butt. Like, 10 out of 10, beautiful butt on Mothman. That sculptor I don't, had to personally know Mothman. That person had thoughts. Intimate knowledge. <laughs> I, I like got the their ass cheeks clapped by Mothman. <laughs> I like the idea that Sasquatch and Mothman are just like the West Coast and East Coast, like the like the rappers of like the 1980s. Absolutely. Oh my God! Yeah. What if Sasquatch? Okay, I will. I will. That should have been in our fan fiction episode. <laughs> Sasquatch X Mothman. Oh boy. Their boyfriends. Someone I know. Wiffles, you probably write fanfics. Get on it. <laughs> Got the uh, just, my it's like make a persona game, but it's just cryptids instead of like demons and and and, and like Bible related things. It immediately, <laughs> just doing it. Dream we need we need cryptid. a cryptid. We need a cryptid game. Cryptid fighting game. <laughs> like player. Dream Daddy, except cryptids. <laughs> yes. Dream, <laughs> yes. Dream cryptid. Give me the seduce Mothman arc. So oh what we're God. saying, what we're saying is, for an extra context episode, we should play uh, Monster Camp. <gasps> yes, I, that's the most excited I've seen Haley recently on these podcasts. <laughs> Look, I have wanted to play Monster Prom or Monster Camp for ages, but Monster Camp I feel is like as someone who's in a happy relationship, it, it, it's weird for me to play dating sims now. <laughs> nah, it's fine. But that's Parson Thorn. That was mine. It's your, uh, I feel like every town has the local 
this is a creepy old haunted place whether it be a building or like an old manor it's like i feel like every town has one let me actually get y'all like, a picture of it charlie yeah. knows what it looks like because he he's from the land of the milfs but and i'll i'll guys... post it i'll post it here in post-production <laughs> in post-production land like it's icky it's spooky it just has like it's gonna be the star of a netflix series of like the haunting at Parson Thorn or whatever. <laughs> so it was like the haunting like... at Bly Manor and then Hill House, which I started watching Hill House. Too scary. See, the first first watch American Horror Story, just the first season, it's pretty much the same thing. That's but, such see, an like, Anglo household. You have the ability, like you thought it, you created it in your mind, now it's out there in the world and somebody's going to mm -hmm. grab onto it and be like, you know what? This seems like a good piece of history to write a show about. Hi, um, I will gladly give a testimonial about how much that place sucks. It's just think it's like you've you've thought of it, you've formed it in your mind, and you have willed it into the collective unconscious. I do not put that energy. I do not put that energy out into the world. I do not. I do not do claim this negative energy. Collect your money. Creativity is just the targeted marketing ad of mankind. It's just somebody thinks it, and then it goes to everybody else based on some mental algorithm <laughs> just the thought cloud yeah thought contagion oh, all right well if no one has questions or comments we will continue <laughs> clockwise from me then to sharky yay yay so, so this one's kind of this one is very local uh like down to the point that it's just a road uh in our area that curves through like uh farmland and everything around one of our uh air one of our bases that are around here and um we wanted to, my friends and i wanted to test this one night so we went out there uh after midnight so Damn the story has people. some uh it, there was a lot of white people involved <laughs> uh but mostly 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 white people <laughs> so um but there's a road here in uh, Virginia called Elbow Road, and it's a curvy, narrow, like two lane road that goes through countryside with like the tall grass on each side. So you can't really see around the curves as you're going through them. It's very dangerous. I, I need I don't know. I've been out there recently. I don't know if they've like trimmed it to actually be more visible or not, but it definitely has like a history of like accidents and stuff on it. Um, Going over to my thing here. Uh, some basic uh, stuff that is said about it is there's, you know, the typical ghost of like a little girl, ghost of like an old woman. Uh, mostly it's mostly ghosts and like seeing things at night. But my story, uh, my friends and I went out there a little bit after midnight because um, we just wanted to see. We had friends that I believe that had uh, a bunch of stuff connected to like supernatural. And we have me and my friends, a lot of us like believe in the supernatural and stuff um so we decided to go out there and just walk down the road we didn't do anything crazy we had like one cam we had like one video camera with us we were just kind of walking we didn't do anything crazy beforehand and uh it starts in like a little cul-de-sac so there's some houses and then the road leads out of it uh from the main road and we're walking down we get probably about half a mile uh into it and we hear like everything we hear like the dogs barking from the houses like behind us we all this other stuff and then it dawns on us 
that we pass a point where we don't hear anything. The dogs have stopped barking. We don't hear any of like the insects and like the grass or anything like that. Um, and it's just like the thing of like, all right, that's weird. Like these dogs were just like barking like thirty seconds ago, and it just seems like everything stopped. And we decided to go a little bit further down the road. We all have like flashlights with us and stuff, so no cars are going to come careening around and like nail us or something. Um. But as we get further down, we start to, like, it's just, like, this uneasy feeling. Like, it was just this thing, like, the further we got into, like, this no-street-lamped road at the time, it's just, like, pure black. So I was like, no wonder accidents happen on this road. But, like, the further we got into it, it's just, we all started getting, like, this uneasy feeling uh, about it. And, like, there was a... It was like, we didn't know, like, if it was just because we're in the middle of this road in the middle of the night with no street lamps, just some kids, probably 22, 23 with like flashlights trying to see if there's a, any ghosts on the road. So we decided to, uh, we decided to head back uh, sometime between probably one thirty, two o'clock at this point. Like we were up there, like close to the witching hour and, uh, it's when we realized like something really was weird because once we crossed a certain point again instantly all the sounds were back like from the houses the insects the dogs barking like everything and it's like there was like an a physical space where we could go and walk and it was just cut out like entirely so we're like oh i hate that for you yeah so we're just like you know what we're just gonna let's go get in the cars and uh, let's go to, let's go to IHOP. <laughs> so we're just going <laughs> to ignore this. <laughs> so Not the haunted IHOP. But, uh, yeah, it was just really, really unsettling. And it's like, I've never heard of anything like that in regards to, uh, elbow road. I, I know the ghost stories and like the accidents and stuff like that, but just having this probably five yard, uh, distance where, once you're through it, just every sound around you cuts out. And like, you can physically like go between it to hear them and not hear them was just kind of like really fucking weird to all of us. But, uh, after that, we're like, yeah, let's just pack up and uh, go to IHOP or something. It's like, it's like two 30 in the morning. So it's like, I wanted to stay more because like three o'clock is where spirits and everything get like really active. So I, w- I wanted to stay uh, at least that last half hour, just kind of even if like just on the entrance of the road, just to, like do that 15 minute like walk to and from again. But we didn't do it. This is how I, I know I'm know. white people, because I also want to go and fuck around with the sound barrier there. <laughs> See, Why? I feel sick to my stomach right now. <laughs> I, I, ooh, no, no. It's funny, because, like, I know that that one's creepy, but, uh, I also have a funny one, which, thinking about it now, I was really stupid for believing that it existed. <laughs> uh, when I was a little kid, uh, my dad would say that there was a house down at our, o- our oceanfront area, uh, called the Pello House, which he said, he said, like, he lived in it for a bit, like, out after high school, like, it was, like, one of his first places he rented with the friends of his and all that. And there was a room in the house that when they bought it, it was just filled with pillows. Like, just 
had it had like some furniture but like it just had a bunch of pillows in it and he said that at night he could hear something slamming around in that room despite nobody being in there and he would like wake up and like the pillows would be all over the room and stuff like that so i was like you know what hard ass pillows i was like you know what i'm gonna look this up see if there's any uh credence here and i was like you know what thinking about that story and all that that sounds really fucking stupid to be a haunting so it, it was, was so like, scary to me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So, I, but I after looking after like looking it up, nobody else has heard of like that urban legend or anything. So I was like, you know, that's probably just somebody dicking with me. But um, extremely yeah, localized road, urban legend. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, Elbow Road one is still like I still like think about it to this day, and I kind of want to see if it's if it happens again. Just. Because it was so, it was just so obvious, like, once you, once we realized it, that we could go, like, past a line and back, and it was, like, dogs barking, insects, cross the line, nothing. Go back, dogs barking, like, nothing else had changed. It was so, it was so weird. It sounds like a portal to the Feywild. Well, I'm only like two and a half, three hours from you, so this sounds like we need to go investigate. <laughs> Extra context. Watch us. Two of our hosts <laughs> seriously disappear. Disappear. <laughs> two white people go go something. <laughs> Without context, the next looking for a new editor. Like a sad it's never been done before. Without context, we mourn the loss of a bit <laughs> Oh, Riff Duck. I'll like, play a montage <laughs> of like some of their clips. So if an angel intensifies. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, Virginia has a lot. Um, there's one that's not a local one to my area, but uh, Virginia is the location of the Bunny Man urban legend. Where it's the. Uh, I lost like all of you guys in audio. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody was talking, I couldn't hear anybody. <laughs> um, but there, uh, was, there was like that spooky. There was some spooky show on like Nickelodeon or something where the lady was like, "The ghost of Bunny Man Bridge," and that that's was the, that's the urban legend that it's based off of. It's mm -hmm. uh, like I still the, have nightmares. <laughs> the fifties, fifties or sixties, or maybe forties or something like that. Uh, a guy in like a bunny costume like terrorized like drivers like near this bridge, this uh, bridge or tunnel. Uh, in a part of Virginia. Yeah, they they said on the show that they thought it was like someone who like as it goes like he escaped from the he escaped a mental asylum. he escaped escaped mental asylum, and uh, then he was like murdering pe or he was like harassing people, and then like they found somebody like hanging from the bridge, but or what the bunny guy was hanging from the bridge, but they're like if you go there, they'll find you hanging from the bridge. And I'm like, 90s children's media was wild. Because, like, <laughs> I watched that on Nickelodeon. But uh, yep. Bunny Man is, like, it's one of those things that, like, it did start in, like, the 40s or 50s. But, like, people are still, like, seeing. Like, people are still reporting, like, sightings of it. Of it. So, it's, uh, but that's not in my area. I think that's more central or northern uh, Virginia. Oh, good. It's even closer to me. I know we have the Cavalier Hotel here, which is a old hotel where like some deaths happened. So you see, there's like ghosts of like an old lady, uh, the ghost of a cat that passed away. Uh, you can see like wet like paw prints along the side of the pool, like some nights. 
Because the blue zoom on Haley. Because the uh, ghost cat, teams. the cat apparently like drowned in the pool. So at certain nights, you can see like wet paw prints along like the pool side. Uh, some nights, touch the ghost beans. Touch the ghost beans. <laughs> Be- Haley has a bad time. <laughs> but uh, Virginia, with like just its history of revolutionary civil war, like there's all the haunted battlefields and stuff. Like Virginia, in a lot of places, has a lot of different uh, myths and like ghost sightings and stuff like that. Pretty sweet place. Kind of racist though. <laughs> <laughs> pretty racist. Only kind of. <laughs> pretty kinda. racist. But well, uh, that yeah. is uh, that's Elbow Road. Elbow Road. Bent. Elbow Road and Bunny Man and the Pillow Room. Uh, <laughs> pillow Room. Anyone have Banana any my questions bottle. or comments? I guess my only question is why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you go, first of all, at night where you could, like, get hit by a car, or worse, attacked by some ghost thing? Like, So, I think that night was actually, we wanted to get somebody away from their house for a night, like, some shit was going mm. on. So, we're like, well, how can we kill, like, a lot of time? And it's, like, 2, 2.30 in the morning. So, it's like, you know what? We hear that this road's haunted. So, let's go spend... 30 40 minutes checking it out so so quite it's, literally it, your night was fuck around and find out <laughs> fuck around and find out i've been <laughs> fucking find around out, and though? finding out i've been fucking around and finding out since i was 23 years old <laughs> but i'm also white so i'm just i have that disposition <laughs> so this area is haunted check it out <laughs> See, you and I are built different. It's like, this place is haunted. I'm like, let me never go there. Yeah, it's just, uh, what was it? The When I lived with my roommates, it was my friend's grandfather's house or like his family's house. So we were getting it from his family for like the seven of us to move into. And uh, the first thing I noticed is like they have a lot of like Christian like things on the wall that has like a Bible, and, like a little thing of holy water in it. Like, it's just one of those little, like, cabinets. Like, it's an emergency kit. Yeah, it's just one of those things. But I'm like, we're going through the house on, like, the tour. And I'm like, Matt, why is all the holy water missing? <laughs> it's just... <laughs> and then it's like... It's like, I don't know. It's like, you think this place might be haunted? It's like, yeah. It's like, all right, we'll take it. <laughs> so... And that's probably why, why I have... That's probably why <laughs> I have a, a ghost following me around now. So... That tracks. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna do a we're gonna do like a bonus context of just whatever the fuck you just said. <laughs> oh yeah, the uh yeah, the blonde lady in the gold dress that I've seen in two different houses so far. So excuse and me my, while I go vomit. And my experience with a Ouija board. Well, that's your I'm fault. You did that to yourself. That's too that white episode. for me. I'm white. <laughs> like that's too All white. Right. For sure. Can we please move on from everything that is so spooky about Sharky? Like I'm gonna, I'm literally gonna puke. <laughs> All right, Deck. All right, on to Deck's spooky. Right, so then. I have, I have two, and I respect, I respect people's triggers here. So we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna give like, there's two. There's one it's called the Donkey Lady. Uh, she. This is a. This is the graphic tale. I can go into that. I kind of uh, feel like one. I know where this is going. <laughs> there's another one that is the that is known as the haunted ghost tracks. Um, that's 
um, not as not as uh, graphic. It's a little more sad. That name is also redundant. <laughs> the I mean, haunted ghost trek. It's probably called I'm the ghost track. I'm gonna have a bad time either way, so okay. I will allow my compatriots to decide. Okay. I'm fine with it. This go is with both for, of them too. That's for the content. Just, just do both. Just, Ruin okay. my day. I guess okay. gold. Uh, I guess gold star warning before the story. Yes, <laughs> so. gold star warning. Um. We'll so the tale in the description or at the start of the episode. I'll, I'll start with I'll start with the donkey lady. Um, the the donkey lady is a story of a of uh, a a couple with their children who lived in like southwest San Antonio, or southwest of San Antonio rather. Um, and depending on who is telling the story, it could take place anywhere from as far back as like the eighteen hundreds. Um, but many people will tell you it's around the fifties or so. Um, so you know, post depression, post post global war, and all that. Um, the way it goes, it's either, it's one of two variants, um, either the old man who lived in the, uh, the husband had had enough and just torched the building with everyone still inside, or some teenage ruffian came, or, you know, some, like, some ne'er-do-wells came by and just, like, molotov it or something, you know, depending on, depending on what happens, but either way it goes, the majority of the family, or all of the family, is in, in, immolated inside. Um, and the, uh, the, the titular donkey lady is named as such because, without getting too graphic, she basically fuses with her favorite donkey and takes on the features of that uh, creature. Um, that's, not, that's not where I expected the story to go, but okay. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, there was just some banging over here. No, I'm really scared. It would it would have been a clopping. Um, so like Sasquatch is here for revenge. <laughs> you were talking I'm shit. having a terrible time right now, guys. We, it's gonna we're be a rough. There's gonna be a rough month for you. <laughs> it's gonna be a rough time. Yeah. So remember, so we're at, doing podcasts about ponies. <laughs> So as as the story uh, happens, um, there is a there is a bridge called Old Applewhite Bridge um, that sometimes if you drive by it at night, you hear. Uh, and you might even see prints. Somewhere. Above prints. Just on the windshield donkey. somewhere. <laughs> Stay on the, the windshield. windshield. Yeah. Get this goddamn donkey off my car. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have even reported like just randomly their 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 windshields are or have like broken. Like Look just drive by you there's just a donkey in your backseat. <laughs> this really changes. The the how my feet my feelings about uh Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey. He's probably oh, a good guy. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine like if they made like a donkey lady, donkey woman, or donkey lady. Is she the donkey woman or the donkey lady? Mm. Well, if they made a movie about her, they could have like you know how in like horror movies they'll have like children's songs, but saying like really creepy to so be like. Chickity jig. 
like a creepy version of the Italian yeah. Christmas donkey. <laughs> so there is, or there used to be a hotline where you could talk to the donkey lady. Which, of course, the Caucasians, all the Caucasians here except for Haley are like, huh, tell me more. Leave it to well, San Antonio. number you leave say? It, leave it to San Antonio to monetize cryptids. I, <laughs> like, look, I may be a Caucasian, but I'm a blonde Caucasian, and we're usually the first, some of the first to die in a horror film. Like, one of the first Caucasians to die in a horror film, so like... Well, now the self-preservation's kicking in. Self-preservation. Fight or flight's <laughs> kicking in. <laughs> so, that's, that's the donkey lady, in a nutshell. She usually just resides around her bridge, and you just at night hear weird sounds from a, um, from a donkey from a donkey woman hybrid ghost. Yes. yes. Uh, so the haunted tracks of San Antonio are on. I think they're also on the southwest side of San Antonio, uh, but this is like inland or in in San Antonio. Um, the story goes that a bus was hit by a train. Yeah, it doesn't get any better. Hold on. <laughs> um, and if you if you very slowly crawl up the tra the track the tracks where where it was like with your car, um, you're going to make it no matter what. Like you're just going to make it. And um, it's the the way the legend goes is the kids were never able to cross the tracks, so they just help whoever else cross crosses over. Uh, and similar to the donkey lady, but not as not as graphic. Uh, you will see like little little handprints on the back of your windshield. This is a tour that people actively choose to take. Honestly, which, nothing. To Shrek's point about monetizing San Antonio cryptids. Honestly, nothing fucks me up more than kid ghosts because I just want to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the fight aspect of it. It's just the fight, the fight or flight. Creepy children are like the fight, thing that gets flight. me. Like I fast like the scene in Thirty Days a Night with like the vampire girl. I have to fast forward that shit. I'm like, I hate creepy fucking children so goddamn much. I, I played um, Days Gone on the PS5, and like, spoiler alert, but there's like small zombie children that come out and like try to attack you. I'm like, no, get this little thing away from me. It's like that in uh, Dead Space, uh, Dead Space Two also. Gremlin? When it's like you start one of the areas in Dead Space Two, and the first thing you see when you turn around is elementary school, and you're like, oh, this is gonna be the next hour of pain for my mental state, isn't it? <laughs> like. <laughs> Let me just deal with mutated children for the next hour. Like children aren't bad enough as it is. So yeah, those are my San Antonio uh, cryptids. Uh, there are. I don't think there's any variants of the uh, the haunted tracks. It's just. It's just dead kids helping other people cross the tracks because they can. They cannot cross the tracks. That These, is... Those ghosts are useful. That's so sad. And so creepy because the little handprints freak me out. Little handprints just whoop. If you have a particularly dusty car, just do a slow crawl up the tracks. See what happens. Go when it's or stone. don't. Fine. Or don't. Or just take a whole different way I mean, to get it's to San work. Antonio, so. Just just, just, it, just it, avoid it. So in San Antonio, there's a lot of uh there there actually are a lot of roads that, that they go up because San Antonio's don't even get me started with their infrastructure. Anyway, um so 
uh, there is one that I take quite frequently that it goes, it's like up a hill almost, and then there's tracks that go long ways. Um, and you have to, you have to like give it some gas to get up, and then you have to give it some more to like hit the hit the tracks right, so you don't get stuck. So you're almost you're almost coasting off the fucking hill to get to get over. <laughs> all right. On to that, that's uh, all I got. On to that's Charlie, who also donkey lady. It's also Charlie's first episode back in what two weeks? Uh, I like three or a month. Yeah. It's been a minute. We mm. missed you, buddy. And uh, what were you saying about donkey lady? Another note. I was going to say that's. We also uh, didn't say Alvin's not here tonight because it's his birthday. So happy birthday, Alvin. Yeah, happy birthday, Alvin. Happy birthday, buddy. The, the night of recording is his birthday. You guys are seeing this days Much after. later. Three days later. So. Yeah. Um, I was going to check before I start into mine if anyone had questions or comments about Donkey Lady or the ghost tracks. No. Here are my comments. <laughs> It's a visual to... joke for you podcast listeners. <laughs> She's steadily shaking a cup of water. I feel like we should just call yeah, it's water. Uh, okay. I feel okay. like we should just it's call water. this like this month series of spooky podcasts just like Haley has a bad time the month. <laughs> Putting the anxiety in lasagna. <laughs> Alright, so that's us putting Haley that's us putting Haley through different scary situations. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited for that potential topic we've been discussing. It's just anxiety <laughs> without the lasagna. It's just anxiety, no lasagna. But go ahead, Charlie. Oops, all anxiety. <laughs> uh so I also have two to talk about. Um the first one is known as the corpse light. Um, it's also local to Delaware because that's where I spent a majority of my formative years. Um, so this is a little farther south than the town that Haley and I grew up in, went to high school in. Um, it's in an area called Cape Henlopen. Um, but as far as legend goes, basically there was a Native American curse uh, put on the coastline. Yeah, of course, right? Put on the 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 coastline conjured to inflict uh, either injury or death onto any European ships that were coming to America. Um, so basically, uh, as the ships approached at night, they would see the guiding beacon of like a lighthouse, um, only for those ships to be led directly into rocks, uh, causing it to sink with no trace of the light to be found afterwards. Oh, Prank, um, bro. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher just comes out of nowhere. Uh, um, a lot of people there. There is a lighthouse in Cape Henlopen um, that a lot of people know about, um, but that wasn't built until 1769, and as the origins of this go back to like the mid 1600s, um, and supposedly the first victim of the corpse light i guess uh was a ship known as the devonshire man uh and of course it was led into the rocks on christmas day so you know got that going for him well that's uh, it crashed and killed over 200 people that were on board 
Um, and supposedly, if you go there around Christmas, uh, you know, at night when a lighthouse would be active, uh, you can still see phantom lights, not of the supposed lighthouse or the corpse light, uh, but on board the ship that still comes around and crashes onto the rocks. So that's a uh, local urban legend that I guess I'll go check out at some point because, again, I'm white and I do dumb shit. What a good excuse to get away from your family on Christmas. (laughs) 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 Hey, Duck, where are you going to be? I'm going to go see the corpse light. The what? Where are you going, Charlie? I'm going to go see another set of ghosts. I'll be back. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what do you mean, another? You heard it's me. like there's only ghosts uh, in this family now. <laughs> Sharky, do we need to talk about something? <laughs> that was a little dark there, homie. Uh, so, the second thing I have to talk about is more uh, just in general. Um, because of the area that I live in currently, and really it's local to, or was local to Haley and Sharky as well, um, there were a lot of battles for the Civil War around us. Um, The bloodiest of which was in a place called Antietam. Uh, Mm -hmm. And Antietam was, again, the, the single bloodiest battle uh, battlefield in American history. Uh, more lives were lost that day than last I knew any other American war, uh, simply because every single person that died was American. Yeah, I think um, the Civil War kind of skews death numbers. It, it was like a little bit. <laughs> it's over 600,000. It's yeah. just like everywhere's uh, like the Civil War was the worst. Like, yeah, we were killing each other. <laughs> like it was both sides were losing Americans. <laughs> Correct. Um so specifically the the Battle of Antietam Creek, uh over twenty-three thousand people died in that single like battle that was like four hours long. It was just I think I've heard a of this, staggering actually. amount of people. Um but so that entire town battlefield, all of it is supposedly haunted. Um, there's the, places uh, known. Sorry, go ahead. Is that the uh battle where they were like literally fighting in like a street for like yeah, the majority um, of the battle where it was just like piles of bodies like continuing mm-hmm. to go? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, uh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, it's like there was so much death concentrated on a single like a lane in a yeah, town. It was, it was originally called Sunken Lane, Sunken Road. Uh, and they renamed it to Bloody Lane because of how yeah. many lives were lost there. Mm-hmm. Um, some reenactors have supposedly vanished when they're doing uh, Civil War reenactments along Bloody Lane. Of course. So, like implying yeah. that they were ghosts or people have like gone missing? Yes. Ew! Uh, maybe people Depends. realize that maybe people realize it's just has something better to do with their time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they just had to go home maybe they just had to go home um another another one uh there is a bridge known as roarback bridge um that came to be known as burnside's bridge uh there was a general ambrose burnside 
that repeatedly pushed Confederates back as they attempted to uh, invade. And because it was repeated attempts over and over where they just thought they could kind of break through the line, uh, it happened very quickly. And so soldiers were constantly getting buried right around this bridge. And so it's a particularly haunted area in town. Uh, a lot of people say that you can see like ghost lights in the area. You can still hear the drums playing. So uh, if you ever want to go to a, you know, a haunted town in general, Antietam. And, you know, if ghosts and supernatural stuff aren't your things, it's at least history. So you got that going for you. Unfortunately, there's no Great. Mothman cheeks to clap, but we're not that far from New Jersey. So, you know. We haven't gotten to the cryptid episode yet. Pleasant. West Virginia. Point Pleasant's West Virginia, not Jersey. We can Jersey. go see the New Jersey if devil. Mothman yeah, feels Jersey like devil. he should be a Jersey thing. Let's be honest. Well, this New has Jer- been <laughs> so Jer- much fun. New Jersey's <laughs> also New Jersey's also monetized their cryptid. But so is, oh, so is Point Pleasant. I feel like that's the only thing these towns have going for them. So So that was uh, Without Context on Urban Legends in our area. So if you know, you enjoyed it. I hope you had more fun than I did. We still got some time. We'll talk about having a uh, the classic Urban Legends and uh, our favorite one. I Uh, I like the the hitchhiker why must you traumatize Haley more <laughs> well it's I was like, like a... oh yeah we're done and then Chucky's like no we're not I'm no, like, no, no what uh what sparked this what sparked this was like the thought of like the original urban legends that like popped up uh like the hitchhiker where it's like hey you pick up hitchhiker on the side of the road and you drop him off and it's like the person varies but it's like always a cemetery that they get dropped off at or the uh <laughs> The one that actually became the bad slasher movie, Urban Legend. Uh, it started with the uh, the man in the back seat, where it's like the woman leaves the gas station and the truck, or the guy at the gas station like tries to you know be subtle about it and get her like out of her car because there's somebody in the back seat she doesn't know about. It's so... too real for me, Sharky. It's too real. <laughs> I always check my back seat before I get in my car <laughs> and under your car. <laughs> Same, and I only have one. Yeah. I only have two doors to get into mine. <laughs> Curiously, what's your plan of action if you were to find someone there? In my car. In your car or under your car? Like what? What do you just walk away? Just, just I don't just have walk? a car anymore. I don't have a car. <laughs> it's theirs now. It's, it's just car. It's, it's their, their car, car now. now. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you like call nine one one or you just like start screaming your head off. But like, I haven't actually thought that far ahead because like n- now, thank you, Charlie. And now I'm gonna be scared about now it. You, no, no, no! Don't, don't be scared about it. Come up with a plan of action. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have like. I, I actually probably should say, I have a totally regulation legal can of pepper spray that's totally legal. <laughs> so like, no one ever like, no one ever questioned it. I like how there's like assurance that like this is it's completely legal. <laughs> totally legit that I got at a totally legit pepper spray store. She's gonna show us the thing of pepper spray, it's just gonna be a gun. <laughs> <So I'll> be <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Alvin, we need you. Y'all don't y'all don't live in Texas. You can't just do that. No, but if we're talking about our favorite like urban legend, I guess um I always thought like the Loch Ness monster was cool because like it's just like a dinosaur that lives in a lake in Scotland and it's not bothering anybody. And it's just and it has a cute little name named Nessie. I'm in this place it's with my Loch baby after the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in I'm in this place with the Loch Ness monster. Uh I believe in like other lake creatures because everything about the Loch Ness monster, like all the evidence has been like admitted to by the people who did it to be fabricated. So while which I don't is why believe I like it. Which is why I don't believe in the Loch Ness monster, but there are a bunch of other lake creatures, including some here in the US, like in upper New York and around the Great Lake area. Where it's like, hey, there's some more weird things in lakes that might just be logs or really big catfish. <laughs> so we're going to talk about urban legends that actually bother us. I don't think I can be the on this conversation. One, <laughs> the one that bothers me, like more than it should, is the legend of skinwalkers. Yep. <laughs> she can't leave. Game. She can't leave the bonobos in charge of this. <laughs> Did you see the gif of me having the monkey steer the boat? That is what this podcast is without Haley. Aren't you like not supposed to say that word because it like tells them to come here? No, there's. Uh, I mean, there's. You a have few to call different... them like spicy flesh. No, uh, skinwalkers are. Skinwalkers are weird because, from what I understand, the indigenous people don't like to talk about them because it gives them power. I don't um, like talking about them either because the, they're scary. The concept no is reason. known, but like they are a lot of uh, a lot of existing tribes and everything will just not talk about them because they believe in them so like firmly. Yeah, so the, the long and short of it is that they are shapeshifters of some sort um, that can kind of look like people, but there's always something off. And they are abnormally fast apex predators, and they will hunt you down and keep up with you even if you are in a car. So that being said uh things like saying you know talking about them uh one in particular is whistling at night or humming at night as you're walking is supposed to attract them as well so you know don't do that um but i have some very distant native american ancestry in the lenape tribe and uh it's one of those things where like when i first learned about uh these cryptids will go with that as to avoid giving them more power um I, it was one of those things that like very much struck like a primal fear and it was one of those like huh i shouldn't be this scared of this this is concerning what well, in my dna somewhere has told me don't fuck around with this i think that's I just mankind raised I think that's just mankind in general like i think a lot of cultures and us have this thing where there's just something unsettling about something that looks human, but is still just different enough to not be. Uncanny Valley. Yeah. yeah. Uncanny, uh, Valley. Uncanny Valley. 
and i every like culture has like legends of something like that and even like modern day like vampires were considered like scary back when they were because they were human but they weren't human also so it's just like this thing in our lizard brain that just is like this is not human but it looks like it so it's concerning mm-hmm. well lizard brain is there for a reason and it kept at least some of us alive so yeah we listen to the lizard brain mm-hmm. i can't wait for a cryptid episode Oh, is that what we're doing next week? I feel like we should Please just God, do that next no. week. But it's just, it's not even scary cryptus. It's just cryptus. You can talk it's about Loch Ness or Bigfoot. Yeah, but you guys want to talk about something scary. Hell yeah. I I <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Without, Pod, Without Podcast you... Context Network. Okay, so two things. One, you were the one that suggested Halloween, uh, October. It's all Halloween. Oh, no, I suggested Jeez, it. She, she fully agreed with it, though. <laughs> wow, well, there we go. I know. And I'm, two, I'm giving myself you, nausea for the content. You need to take a hiatus and step away from the podcast for a little bit. It no, but I'm, I'm providing the fun content. <laughs> I told them, I was like, we need Haley here. The bonobos cannot run this show. <laughs> the monkey on the boat was the perfect gift to explain what happens when we're left to our own devices. That'll be displayed here. Because I said it, now Sharky has to do it. I don't know how to add fucking... I, I think last time I tried to add a gift to a video, it got fucked up, so... You can just put know. a still in. It's fine. A still? Yeah, that's fair. But, uh... But, uh... Yeah, so we're getting closer to that hour mark, and for Haley's mental health, we're going to call it here. Yeah. Thank uh, you. So be sure to like, subscribe, follow, uh, Cash App, whatever all of that is. I don't know. I don't host this thing. I'm just here occasionally. Um, there'll be links down below uh, where all good links are found. And uh, we will see you next week with more spooky content. Goodbye.